This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, guys. Welcome back and happy Wednesday. Guys, we're back to recap Vanderpump Rules, which I'm so excited about. And after watching last night's episode, um, we definitely have some ish that we have to get into. So we have, for the first time ever, two extremely special guests. They are coming in from Access Hollywood, and I'm so excited. So make sure you guys smash that like button, show some love, and I guess in honor of Sheena... And Sheena, I know you're watching. Let's get into some shenanigans. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Guys, I'm so excited. Us. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. Also, this is like we were dancing in the intro. Good vibes. So fun. Yeah. I, I love mean, the production. It's yeah. a Wednesday. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. <gasps> happy oh. Valentine's Day. I was just telling Lauren she's my Valentine this year. Yes. I think what? she... Probably as a fiance, that's hers. Yes, but it's okay. okay. We share. It's yeah. fine. You, you can totally share. You know, I actually, this morning, I woke up and Jason was super sweet and got me, um, he got me two dozen roses and I didn't want to top him about like over this, but he got two dozen roses and a card. And I was like, this is so sweet. But meanwhile, last night, and I'm going to post a photo later, I ordered 10 dozen because we just celebrated 10 years together and then another 10 dozen for 10 more to come. And then I show up, like, it looks so obnoxious this morning. I'm like, here. Yeah, that is, how do you, where are you putting 20 dozen roses? I don't know. You're going to start sneezing around your house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jason just looked at me like, um, he's like, I love this, but this, you think that this was maybe a little much? Like, he didn't say this, but that, that was the, that was the look. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe next year I'll just stick with the card. No, there's never too much love to give. No, yes. exactly. We love all the roses. We, I love love. We, we love love. Our we love tank love. is full. Our love tank is full. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so by the way, last night I usually start off my um my channel and just like the show when we do our recaps asking what would you give for a rating for the episode that we watched last night? One to 10, 10 being the highest. I'm curious. If our faces aren't saying it, I don't know, Adam. It was tough. I would say what? Like, I'm going to say four. four. I'm going to say four because we have had some very flop era Vanderpump Rules seasons. So if we're comparing to all of Vanderpump Rules, yes, um, it's not, you know, it's not horrible. But if we're comparing to last season, uh, especially, it's just I feel like we know how this is going to play out. Yeah. We've already heard about all of this. And so for me as a viewer... I was a little bored. I was bored. And for the first time, maybe I'm jumping here, but for the first time, it occurred to me that we could do this show without Sandoval. Ooh. Yeah. I actually didn't even think about that. And yeah. also, I would, so just like a little bit of history here, um, I used to be, I, I was like the first guy host at Sir. And I remember sitting there. I would have to plant my ass at this like host stand and Guillermo would walk in all the time and it was what it was. But I was trying to figure out where the table was that Tom Sandoval was sitting with Kyle Chan. And I'm like, this is so shady production. And they literally sat Tom Sandoval and Kyle Chan directly across from where the group was sitting at Sir. Right. For, they wanted to stir. They want, of course, we needed to stir the pot. So but, you knew these. You knew them when, Adam. You knew these people. You must have stories. Oh, we have stories. We ha- we definitely have stories. You know, Jason and I. Um, I just went back for the Vanderpump Rules premiere, but Jason and I um flew into Los Angeles in August because Sheena was doing a live show at the Bourbon Room where we 
we did like a kind of little mini tour last right. year and um we ended up hosting the show with her and jason oh, like i saw her. that yeah yeah it was so much fun but yeah i love these guys i don't necessarily i got a lot of well you asked if you could cuss and i said yes so now you're bringing it out of me um i, I do a lot of shit because at the premiere you know i saw tom sandoval and people were like well adam you know it's not the end of the world he cheated you know why wouldn't you say hi? Because I, I did say, you know, I saw him, we made eye contact, but right. I didn't say hi to him. And personally, it wasn't because like you cheated or you did anything wrong to me. It's just because I feel like we just talk so much shit on the channel about you. And personally, it would, I'm like, disingenuous. It would feel very fake. It yeah. would feel so fake. You yeah. know, like I can't just go on the channel and be like, Sandoval's a narcissistic pig. Right. And then be like, oh my God, hi. Oh my God. Oh. How are you? I love the lightning bolt. That's no. so that, the hard part about this job, though. We deal with that as well because we have guests on. And in the moment, we have such great, like, we have great interviews right. and we love them. And then, unfortunately, they like, do next something. week, they do something and we have to be honest about how we felt about what they did on the show, yeah. right? Right. And we get called out sometimes. <laughs> People are like, you guys are too fake, you know. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> but it's like, no, we really are sincere when we are having the great interviews and the great moments. It's just that then we do have to go back to being like the judge a little bit. Right. Of these shows. And that's but how we, I also did felt about Tom when I interviewed him. Yeah. At the premiere. I was like, oh, my God, I, I talk so much shit about him. And now I have to interview him and I can't be like that mean. But he like came over and was like, it was just a lot, that interview. But I kind of was short about it. But I like I needed to get the job. questions. I needed to get the answers that I knew people wanted to know. But he was, of course, like not owning up to anything. So I completely and utterly feel you on that. Because you have to be genuine. You know, you have to be genuine in a way. But you also like can't be that rude. I don't know. No, you have to. At the end of the day, we're businesswomen. Yeah, know? business. We are professionals. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all businesswomen. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have so many questions, too, as aside from the recap. I just want to pick your brains on a few things. Did yeah. you guys see um, any of the allegations against James Kennedy? Interesting yes. you bring that up. That was a hot topic this morning at our <laughs> at our business <laughs> our, meeting, which is a business meeting of two. <laughs> well, we wanted to be, you know, prepared for this, yeah. obviously. And we just were talking about it. It's just like, I feel like we just don't know. We don't know enough. Yeah, we need to hear more. And also, I'm really big on hearing both sides before making a judgment. final judgment. Yeah. We need to hear from him what his side of this is. But I wonder, he has anything to say. And I wonder if we will hear anything or if Bravo will address it. I don't know. You know, what's so funny is I saw what, and now it's kind of like the cat's out of the bag. When I ended up coming on here and talking about it, um, I got a phone call from Allie and mm. Allie was just like, what Tamara and Teddy said was not true. And I said to her, I said, Ali, you've been nothing but nice to me. And I said, you know, like I, I've been around James for a, my first time going to a nightclub was with James. Like, I, it's just a, this has been like a history. And if you guys want me to take the video down because you don't believe, you know, like the things that are being said in it, then just let me know. I'll take it down. I don't want to sit there and like try to hurt anyone or like kick them while all of these things are happening. Sometimes people lie. And right. I didn't know what the truth was at this time. So I ended up taking the video down. And then I saw where Bethany Frankel went on. And she said that there was somebody close to the cast who had also reached out to her to share this information throughout the reality reckoning. And that Bravo is protecting oh. James because this is the number one moneymaker for Bravo. So if it comes out that Bravo was protecting him or that the cast was protecting him through abuse allegations then obviously the show would most likely be canceled because that's going to trigger a lot right. of people especially women who have you know been through this right absolutely i actually don't think that bravo i think the outside world thinks that bravo protects these people a lot more than they do these are these uh, somewhere like bravo has a lot to lose they're not protecting a singular cast member where that can be at the end of the day, we can all be replaced. And I'm not just talking about the cast. I'm talking about everyone in any workplace. Yeah, that's <laughs> just the facts. You know, yeah, all of we us. all want to feel like we're not replaceable, but we are. And if DJ, James, DJ James Kennedy is 
probably he's replaceable. replaceable, just like anyone else. So I don't believe that Bravo would go as so far as to pre- protect someone, um, especially with such serious allegations. I, I agree don't with that. I agree. I don't. But I would hope that that would be true because I think that yes, I understand that there is the business aspect and a lot of money to be made, but. I would hope that there would be some sort of moral and like morals and ethics like behind it. Like you don't want to see or promote somebody who is potentially, you know, overpowering a woman or oh my like, God. somebody that they're yeah. in a relationship with. Like I, terrible. right. It would be terrible. So James, we are rooting for you and I hope the truth prevails. However, I did say to Allie too, after she did shenanigans with Sheena, I said, if in fact there's anything that you said, because Teddy and Tamara claimed in that car from MTV, the MTV VMAs, that you guys got into a fight. They had to separate you and get out and that there was some sort of physical altercation that happened within that car. Tamara, after meeting her at BravoCon, if I know anything about her, she does not like to be called a liar. So I'm waiting to see what she says in response to this. I Tamara, and I love, love Tamara. Tamara is one of our favorites, but she also knows... To do not that she would lie about anything, but I do know when there's an opportunity for her to say a story, she's gonna say it. Perhaps an embellishment, and and who perhaps an embellishment. I uh, like. We're not saying that um you know these allegations are not true. Um, We just have no basis other than what you know has been this one side. This one side, and so you know if this is true, it's so upsetting, and I really do feel so badly about it i really do i mean it's terrible no one wants to hear that yeah you guys like i feel like i have like um twin flame sisters over here (laughs) can i just come over and play with you guys on action yes my god we have so much fun i'm loving this already okay 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 so back to it now i also before we get into the recap and everybody if you're watching go ahead and smash that like button and if you're listening on the podcast we are giving away a free rose forever um so just drop a rating and let us know what you think but back to it stassi schroeder ended up saying that she was invited to film the pilot for the valley and she said no because it doesn't make sense at this point in her life um are you missing the Stassi Schroeder energy on Vanderpump Rules no. at the moment? No. I think Stassi is so smart to not go back to reality TV. Yeah. I think she's she doesn't need it. I do think that was a little petty of her, though, on the Jeff Lewis pod <laughs> on the show, where it's like, oh, I was asked when, you know, a little pettiness, but that's why we like Stassi. But yeah. I'm not, I just feel like I don't need the energy with her. I'm not missing it. I was missing it a couple of seasons ago. But now, like, how no. would she fit in? I love Stassi and I feel like I get her. I still get her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get totally. her, my fill of Stassi through her podcast, through her social yeah. outfit, outfit of the day. You know, like, I love Stassi, but I don't need her on VPR. No, I don't. it doesn't make sense for her to be It doesn't. It. She's a mom. She has young kids. They're in the, they, you know, when you have young kids, you're in the pits of it. You know, you're totally. what's that the word. You know, I don't try to the say hits of it. Not the hits. It's a good thing. But you and your husband, you're in the trenches. Yeah, in the trenches. trenches. Not you the hits. Not the hits. You and your partner are very much a team. Get totally. through every day. It's it's challenging. You know, and she's not going to be out, sir. You know, having at Tom to. Sandoval in the corner and trying to decide if he's going to come to Tahoe or not. Like. But I do think it would have made sense if she was going to be on the Valley, but she's not friends with Brittany and Jack. No. And no. she said she's not friends with any of the other couples. And I don't know who the other couples are. I'm still excited for that show because I do think, I don't know. There's a, I think it could be fun. I'm going to give it a try for sure. But she's moved on. I think that, and I always say this to everyone, um, especially when it's like a first season of a new show. I'm like, they're... Like we forget, especially the people who have not been around the production of it, how much time and energy goes into the making of these shows. Totally. So I think that it at least deserves a chance. Like Great. these people poured themselves and their lives into this. So at least I'm going to um, try. I will give it a try and we'll see what happens. But OK, now to the recap. I have a few questions for you about Tom and James and Ariana and all of it. I'm going to start with Tom and James. I want to ask you, ladies, do you think it is fair that Tom Sandoval brought up the fact that James ended up hooking up with 
Kristen with his condoms in his bed 10 years ago. No, 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 no. And it's classic Tom Sandoval move. Yeah. He's going to be take a little accountability, but then be like, but look what you did. Look, at like it's so classic. And I was so annoyed when he brought it up. It's a completely and utterly different situation. Yep, it, it's true. We always say um, with Tom Sandoval. So Lori and I have dabbled in improv and moments of our life. And, you know, in improv, they teach you to say yes and right. And yeah. it, that's a positive thing, right? With Tom Sandoval, his whole thing is like, yes, but yeah. like, so it's like accountability, but you did this, you did that, even it, like that, that, the other thing. And it doesn't work. No, it and works in improv. We're over it. Yeah. We're done. We're, we're done, done with you, Tom Sandoval, and you're no accountability. I get why he did it. I do. But I, you get why he brought up. I get why he brought okay, it up. Okay, yeah. Because. He needed some kind of leverage and that was his only leverage. But what he's not getting, and this is why I said that for the first time, I thought we could do this show without Sandy. He's not getting that you, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. He's not just fully taking accountability. And I feel like we're smashing our heads against a wall and it's not, and it's not working. It's not working. He's not going to change. Sometimes you have to eat a little crow and you just have to accept responsibility. And unfortunately for him, since Rachel at the time was in the meadows and not filming, all of the responsibility fell on his shoulders. So it was like double it. But also, I have to say, too, you know, I never want to and I don't think it's a joke. um, I just did a reading with Gina Marie, the spiritual medium who was on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And she and I incredible no she's in she's in jersey um but i'm, in, she, I'm from jersey are, so Where is i she? have to connect you <laughs> Wait, she I literally is like tagged. the best most like she's so efficient in what she does and she comes up with things that you would just never nobody ever ever would know like my friend passed away my best friend three years ago and she I'm said sorry you were writing oh no that's okay i mean it's not okay but love you chelsea uh, but I, she said, you know, she's still mad that you signed her pink converse. And I'm like, how do you know that? And she's like, she's telling me she's laughing, but she's like, OK, wait, hospital. no, I need we lost my stepdad last year. Yeah. I absolutely need this contact. We I'm yeah, I swear fine. I will connect you right after this, too. It's yeah. like she is she is so good and she's amazing. And, you know, she knows her stuff. And. You know, it, it was just wild because the I guess my whole point of this was there was a man who was extremely obsessed with my mom when I was a baby and he ended up taking his own life because my mom was married and he was like this just kind of not to get in this dark place. So right. a lot of people didn't believe him when he was crying out for help. So I hate that sometimes people will do that for attention but also you never know until it's too late when you have somebody who's like you know crying out saying i have had these really dark thoughts and seeing this on the show i can see why lisa had a lot of empathy for tom sandoval in that moment especially because it hit so close to home and as she should you never want anyone to feel that way and you never want to not take that seriously Lisa handled that very well. well, And I'm not surprised. We've seen Lisa on TV for so long now. And she's just such a queen. Yeah. And she's so good at managing these situations. Um, She handled it so well. And it's so true. I think a lot of people, if you don't know someone that has um, passed away that way in your life, then you know someone that knows someone. And it's just such a horrible thing. So we all have to take it so seriously and seeing it you know, we like to have fun on Vanderpump. Like we like to laugh and giggle. And when those serious moments happen, it really cuts deep for me. Like I'm like, wait, I'm like laughing. I'm like sitting, you know, I was watching it on my phone last night and I'm like chilling on my on your phone. Yeah, I watch it on my phone all the time. (laughs) And then like, you know, like I'm like whatever I do, I have my whole routine. And then he says that and I'm like, you know, it makes your heart sing. Yeah. 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 No, and you know, like there are moments too where we're like laughing and having fun. But, you know, I think that that's kind of, Oh, shit. How do I say this? I think that that is sort of the beauty of an ensemble cast in the sense that I think that every single person has something that is relatable to somebody who is an audience member or a viewer and that people can see and they're like, okay, you know, but at first I, you know, I got a lot of shit 
from Jason because we were covering this and I saw the people who showed up for Tom's party. And I remember working at Tom Tom. I remember working at Sir. My husband ran pump, you know, like we were just in it all the time. And they, these, they reminded me of like the groupies. These are the people who would just yes man you. They would follow you around. They would just tell you how amazing you are. And it's like the kind of friends that I never want in my life. Right. Because that's how they were. And I was sort of making fun of it until we got that scene. And then I'm like, oh, no, this is actually he needs at least somebody. So I have to I have to pull myself back here. And like, it's almost Valentine's Day, Adam. Don't be an asshole. I know. Yeah. I know it's hard because it's like we have this feeling of Tom and then but you do want to show compassion and give him some grace. But then it's also hard. Another reason Uh, why I think he should not be on the show step away from this show but i don't think he ever will your job this is the this is his job your job should never cause you that much mental distress that you reach that point like it just shouldn't and even if he took a pause perhaps yeah it might be good for him i don't think that he could let go of the fame of it and i think that there's a certain like energy with it and also if he was that broke you know one thing I don't like feeling like I'm being lied to on a show like this. And like when he was saying that he was overdrawing his account and moving 500 here and a thousand here, but then he was offering Ariana three <laughs> money for million. the house. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What the fuck? So Katie went on Bachelor, um, one of the Bachelor, con- you know, G- I was oh, talking about his podcast. Jason. podcast. Who it's all about Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin Bristow. So it's all yeah, about money and transparent parting. Yeah. Yeah. And. She shared, I believe he was trying to guess how much they each make an episode. And I believe she said more than 30K. Yeah, for sure. Don't quote me, but I remember listening. It was either 20 or 30K and I, per episode. And she said more. Yeah, I would, ima- I would imagine that, especially after the season that they just had, that they're at least but- 500, 600, 7 for the season. Well, the funny thing is, is that when I was there during season... It was seven or eight. It was Stassi's last season. We were at Tom Tom, and I was setting up the garden, and she was in right off the heels of a book tour. And that season, she was laughing because, or they were all kind of making a joke out of it because she happened to sign her contract at six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. So they were laughing about the six six six, and that was that without wow. the social media, and that was season. So they. The way that they do the pay scale for Vanderpump Rules is sort of like a pyramid as opposed to like housewives can negotiate and there's like bonuses and everything. Mm -hmm. Vanderpump Rules, as long as you're a full-time cast member, they get paid all the same every single season, depending on how many seasons you've been on. So like when I used to work with Max Boyens, who also got himself canceled his first season and Dana Cathan and a few other people, they made $3,000 for their entire season. For filming, by the way, though, that's still like not nothing to film. Wait, did I you mean, say three thousand and thirty? Oh, no, three. For the whole season. No, he said three. Oh, I thought he said three. three. I was like, no. that's a lot. Oh, no, that's crazy. Yeah, three thousand, and that was for the entire season, and they get paid half up front, the fifteen hundred dollars, and then the other half at the end of it, they get the fifteen hundred dollars. Even so. pay for your gas to get to no the shoots. No, no. It doesn't pay for your, and you know, Max was telling me, he's like, I spent so much money on wardrobe. Wardrobe. Like I had to step up. I had to drive places. Like I missed work. And you know, like Ken was very adamant about at the time, Ken was like, if you can't balance doing the show and managing at the same time, we will make sure that you're fired from the show. And we will make sure that you are fired from managing. You will be fired. Like you're done. And Max did his best to try to keep up. But then after that, you know, if you were a prominent role, like I have two friends who have been on the show since the beginning and they were taken down to a friend role. So it was like a more reduced role. It wasn't just like a set contract. And when you're a friend role, if you don't actually make it into that episode, then you're not paid for that episode, which means that they have to work in overtime and go to the football game the same day as like the beach outing the same night as like the house party. They have to make sure that they're in every single thing that way that they make that episode. So they get so that money. would mean they're paid per episode, not per shoot. Right. They're, they're not paid like a set contract. And like, if you don't deliver, it is what it is. It's just they have to make the episode. That's insane. That is insane. Yeah. But, oh, but okay. a lot of work. 
But people want the fame. People want the fame. Now, do you guys feel, by the way, Anne, I have to give Anne a congratulations, who is Tom's former assistant. And now she is working with Ariana. And I believe she is in New York with Ariana right now. So she has her own podcast. And she had, we signed NDA's podcast. And I don't know what happened, but this girl found a voice. Yeah. She didn't on the show, but good for her. She has the mouth of a sailor. Really? I haven't listened. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, really? First episode. Yeah. She was like, she was just wiling out on it. But yeah. Really? Actually, sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, she was put in the middle of a lot of shit. And she also really had a relationship, an organic, authentic relationship with Ariana before. And then she had to become like this go between. So, middleman, which is horrible. Right. Terrible. Horrible. Do you agree with Ariana in her place where she is like, she's kind of setting the stance like to Tom Schwartz? No. I don't like you. You know, I don't trust you. Stop trying to bring Tom back into the fold. It's not going to happen and pretty much piss off. Like, are you in agreement with that? Or do you think that she's being a little harsh on Tom Short? Okay, wait, I do agree with that. Sorry, I do agree with that. I thought you were going to ask about the house. No, there's a part of me that agrees with it. But then there's a part of me that disagrees with it solely because they are on a TV show and it's an ensemble cast and we have to move on. We have to move on from this scandal. She doesn't have to talk to Tom Sandoval. Like, I get that. There's no mending any bridges there. Right. But I do think we have to move on. Oh, see, I think I think it's okay she's not filming with him. No, with Schwartz. Oh, Schwartz? Yeah, Sandoval. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 Sandoval. No, totally. I think that, I think she has to loosen up. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on. Yeah, oh. and I mean, I kind of find that to be fair. I Listen, if I were her, I don't know, because they say like somebody scorned, like there's nothing like a person scorned. Usually they say a woman scorned, but also I feel like, I don't know, like if I was a scorned bitch, like I might be like really, really aggressive and angry. I don't know. I don't know what that would look like. So I feel like for her in this moment, maybe this is so fresh and she's like, right now, you literally were the housing component of that relationship. You were the one who provided them like this this place where they get to go and hide everything. And then you would see me and smile in my face and pretend like everything was great. And I think that I get that. I, how long was it when they started filming this uh, new season? Like how long in between? It was, they stopped. So they picked back up cameras. March. It was, I believe 60 days. Okay. So still very fresh. But yeah. I still think, the fact, like, if you weren't on a TV show and it wasn't an ensemble cast, like, but the fact that they aren't, it makes it everything more complicated. And I just need a new storyline. Right. right. I also just like, I'm a really big, I, I really feel like with my friends, um, partners in this situation, wait, I'm trying to put this into reference for myself. Okay. Yeah, so what would it be like <laughs> if steven and i were friends your fiance yeah it would be like if steven and i were friends right and he knew you were cheating and he didn't tell wait no it's a, hold on no wait. no 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 that was close, but i don't think that adam that. sorry we sometimes have to do this to break it down yeah <laughs> i've actually I mean, in it with in, you this in a personal but this in a personal so it's like it's like if steven was cheating on her but you yeah. knew about it the whole time but I'm her friend. I'm not like, you know what Wait, I'm saying? So you're okay. The loyalty. Okay, but it's like if she was it. cheating on Steven and then you still wanted to be friends with Steven after, but her and her new boo okay. were hanging out Got at it. your house. Okay. Yeah. So my feeling on this is that people are going to be like, these girls cannot do basic math, which we can't. We can't. That's why we're in journalists. <laughs> that's, that's why we're journalists. <laughs> okay. So honestly, Ariana, Ariana should have known that. Schwartz's loyalty was going to be to Santa. Oh, you know what? It's complicated when your partner's friends become such in the fold of your relationship, you know? And I know that Ariana had a separate friendship with Schwartz, but at the end of the day, Sandoval was keeping the glue. You know what I mean? That was the that was what they shared. Schwartz and Ariana shared Sandoval. But then so should she forgive? Yes. Yes, because his loyalty is, of course, going to be to Sandoval and she can't be surprised but by that. I do think, and we've talked about this in our little business meeting ahead of in our business meeting. <laughs> I feel that Schwartz is trying to grow. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wow. We do. We do. Adam we doesn't think so. <laughs> we discussed this this morning and we decided that we it was agreed, that a gavel. It was a gavel. We agreed that we do think Schwartz is trying to grow. He's trying. Do you not agree? He doesn't agree. No, I, I, I listen. I love Tom Schwartz. So I, I just I think I'm like, I feel like I'm watching this. Maybe I'm just I'm like, I feel like I'm watching Access Hollywood right now. It's Are we great. Like, I'm sorry. Are we too chaotic. Yeah. It's the real entertainment. I love it. OK, wait a minute. So, no, I do agree. I think that he is Calm trying down. to address and grow. And I think that, you know, like he is trying to understand things. And I think that he is being very adult about the way that he is navigating these things. And I think that he was put in a position and. To be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. I had a friend who was doing the same thing when I like worked and lived in L.A. and worked at TomTom. And, you know, I also was friends with the other person and I didn't say anything because it was not my place to say. And I just felt like I have to work with these people. I have to be around these people. And when everything just blew up, I just pretended like I didn't know anything. I think you did the right thing. The relationship is between two people. Like, I really believe that. And I'm a real stickler on that. A relationship is between two people. It's not other people's business to get involved. You know, it's just not. But then I look at it from the other side and I'm like, if somebody knew, like if I found out that my husband was cheating on me and somebody knew and somebody who was really close to me knew and they did not tell me, I think that I might be of course. Her. Of course. Her. And pit. But here's the one thing. It's not like I would understand if everyone knew because that's humiliating. You're yeah. you feel like a clown. You're yeah. like, you all knew that my partner was cheating on me. Not one of you told me like it's humiliating. They're talking amongst each other. Not everyone knew. It's just Schwartz that knew. I know. The more we're debating on it, the more I'm going back and forth on this. I mean, but I just, it goes back to the fact that it is a TV show. Right. Yes. And we need to move on. We need to move. Okay. So I agree with that. I think that it's just, it is time to move on. And, you know, also, I don't know when we got so comfortable. And I think that Tom Sandoval is like the third person. Like, I remember when Jack started talking crazy out of like the left side of his face to Lisa. And like it was just wild. And then James Kennedy, when he got drunk in front of Sir and Ken started yelling at him and he's like, you little punk ass, like talk to my wife like that again. And then seeing Tom last night yelling at her, I'm just, I guess it's because I remember her in like super boss mode. We talked about this. In and I, I mean, she loved, loved, loved Jason. Like until she had Jason, I was Austin, Aaron, Alex, everybody but Adam. And then once Jason came around, she's like, oh, Adam. And then even when I went to the premiere, her and Ken both asked me, they're like, Adam, where's Jason? And I'm like, he's at home on the East Coast. And they're like, is he coming? And I'm like, no, he's at home on the East Coast. So no, he's not coming. And then they're like, well, when's he going to be here? And I'm like, he doesn't work for you anymore. That is not what this is. But it's just... I never had that relationship with her where I would ever feel comfortable enough to be that erratic, you know? Right. They do. They have that relationship, clearly. Well, it's, yeah. he was also in defense. He was in defense mode, but also I, I personally, I'm just like really big on respect. Yeah, I think that you have to baseline respect other people. And I think especially when um, it's Lisa, someone that has been a mentor to you, has you've gone into business with uh who's a woman that you should respect and also had your back like she had his back to an extent at his back especially at the reunion she never turned her back on yes you never said and so him to be screaming like that that level and to be it was it was aggressive the way he was talking it's disrespectful yeah i I completely agree. I think that it's disrespectful but also I think if she had anybody's back it would be 
Tom Sandoval's. And one thing that I don't necessarily agree with that she said, and I think that the reason she said this is because he was, you know, talking about these really dark, dark thoughts that he had. But when she said, you know, like Ariana, it would be different if Ariana wasn't out living her best life. I'm like, I don't think that one has anything to do with the other. I think that she took advantage of opportunities. And yes, she is succeeding. But that doesn't mean that this situation, you know, like still doesn't affect or hurt her or gives her some sort of anxiety or trust issues moving forward or like, I mean, I would have trust issues after that. Seven months, like Jesus Christ. No, this was that this still fully affects her, even if she has all these opportunities, even if she has a new boyfriend. It's still the fact that man. Yeah, it's still the fact that it was a 10 plus year relationship and he completely portrayed like the trust of it all. I don't know. It is. I agree. It's two separate things. You know, I hate, though, that when I look at Ariana, I can see that she's still in so much pain and there is so much suffering going on, even though she is in this new relationship. And I do think she's really happy. Of course, she is. She's on Broadway right now. All these tremendous opportunities have come her way, which is so wonderful. But I can see in her eyes that she is in a lot of pain. And I I, I will say Emily's really good about reading energy. I am. So as people are listening, going like, why does no, she see like her eyes? Really She's really good about the energy. And yeah. I feel like, you know, we've all we've all had situations. I mean, most of us have had. I've definitely been a woman scorned. And I do feel like the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have. We've all had that happen. And I feel like the path to the pain lessening is working on the forgiveness. Yeah. And I hate seeing her like this because it's constantly kind of like she hates him. And I get it. I get. Oh, God, I get it. But I also get the whole house situation. See, that's where I'm like, this is where Ariana has to. uh, She's got to. I understand. Bro, the thing about financials is we can't really understand the financials. You know, she's yeah. not getting financially what she needs to leave. I get it. Totally. Right. If he's just staying to be petty, that's where is a part of I feel like her she needs to forgiveness. Yeah. She needs to for herself, not for him. You know, right. but I just don't think either of them are really telling us the full story when it comes to the house. It's- don't you feel like, though, like if you were the one and this is something that and Jason and I had this conversation too. like if I was cheated on. I might kind of be petty Betty Ariana Maddox too and be like, yeah, well, you house. blew up our house. Like you blew this up. Not only if I wanted it. I don't think she wants the house. No, nope. I think He's- that she just wants he wants to buy her out of the house and then she wants to sell the house. So they're challenging each other. And now she's brought this to a legal situation because she wants to have a judge implement the partition of sale where they force them to sell this house. And he's like. I put solar panels on this house, dude. Like, this is my house. Over yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like also, why would Ariana, like, she's not going to stay in the house, but why would she even want to stay in the house? Because the affair happened sometimes in the house. Remember? Like, yeah. So, but that's how I am. Like, when me and my last boyfriend broke up and we lived together, I would not have have evacuated faster. Like, yeah, I don't, I feel like the union is broken. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Yeah. The yeah. best way to move forward is to move forward. That white noise machine, by the way, I would, I mean. Oh, God. That thing would have been thrown down the stairs so quick. I would have thrown it at but That's him. what I mean. Like all this, this, she, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's toxic. It's, you know, it reminds me of one of the, it, it's like one of those situations where like, you know, you have like this person and you're not getting along with them and they post some stupid, silly, cryptic bullshit on social media. Yeah. And then you're like, why are you posting that? And then they look at you and they're like, why, why do you think that's about you? Like get over yourself when clearly, you know, it's about you. It's like yeah. the same thing. It's like him doing this white noise machine. And he's like, you know, it's not to piss you off, Ariana, like contrary to what you think. I'm, I'm not just trying to like upset you, but you are, That's you know, exactly. That's a hard time giving him, like I know compassion for Tom. Yes, he still deserves it, but it's still hard because I don't know. It's hard for them then to move on if they're still in the house. Yeah. But then also not to be like a storyline. But we always have to think. I know it's a show, and they're getting paid a lot of money to. We always have to storyline. That is a storyline. If if they did do probably like the you know separating 
different homes, not filming together. There's a lot less of a storyline. We yes. don't get Anne. We wouldn't be blessed with Anne. Yeah. I mean, no, I think that all makes sense. And also, wait, I have to ask you guys, what were your thoughts? First of all, I think that it was so calculated. Um, and I love you, Sheena. But Sheena walking out and having, having like, nobody walks that way to go to the bathroom. That's just not what they do. And also, nobody goes to that side bathroom that's in Sir Restaurant. They usually always go to the VIP bathroom that's right behind, like where they have the big chandelier. So I know that for a fact. So I'm just looking at this from like knowing. Yeah. Um, when she walked past, this was clearly producer saying like, we want you to have a conversation with Tom. And that's what she did. And she called Tom a narcissist. How did you guys feel about that conversation? Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So. We both agree that we feel like Sheena is the most to play both sides. She seems she and we she, love Sheena. We love Sheena, but but she's the easiest she's the easiest to crack. We think, and that's why we think at the end of the episode, Tom said that he's most devastated about the loss of his friendship with Sheena because he's being manipulative. Yeah, because he's like, no one's gonna come back to my side of the fence. So but she can I crack? And Sheena is the first person, besides Schwartz, of course. But the whole conversation, yeah. I mean... I don't think it's a disloyalty, by the way. Like, I don't think Sheena's trying to be disloyal. I think Sheena's, like, a very sensitive, soft And they were also person. really good friends. Yeah. We have to give her that credit where she's also grieving a loss of her yeah. friendship. And that's hard. And she's and talked about... The, of some, I mean... Oh, and also that. Which, after that, to be fair, people started saying that People started accusing Brock of things with Rachel. People yeah. started questioning her as a mom. She already has postpartum, you know, like know. What is it, OCD, postpartum OCD. Yeah. Yeah. OCD. Yeah. And I mean, that that's not something and I, I can just like, you know, attest to this on the, you know, the fact that that is not a storyline for her when Jason and I yeah. launched our podcast like months and months before any of this even happened. This was like two moves ago. She was talking about how she had postpartum OCD and she started crying on our podcast saying like, I just, it's my worst fears. And I always imagine like when I leave my daughter, something, the worst thing is going mm. to happen to her. And I'm like, that's just like a, that's awful. But imagine I felt for her in that moment. Very yeah. much. She was sharing that. I think it's not discussed enough what women go through postpartum. And this is something that needs to be discussed. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, like, I think that, it, it, it's something new for everybody. I, I I think when we stop learning, we stop growing. And I think that it's always important for us to learn and try to understand where somebody else is coming from and try to understand. Um, as long as you care, if I feel like if you care enough, then there's always something to learn. But I did want to ask you both, before we end up like kind of signing off on this, two things. One, what do you do when you're a Lala Kent or a Katie Maloney or a Sheena Shea, like when all of this is over, when the show is gone, where do you go from here? Because it's not like you have normal jobs. It's almost like you're, I kind of like Jason did Cirque du Soleil for 13 years and he was a trampolinist. And it's not like he can just go put on his resume. Like I was, just I can bounce. And even though it's really cool. And, yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's like, or being like a sniper in the military, like you don't just implement that now into real life and, you know, come home, not real life, but you know what I'm saying? Like come home and like put that on a resume right. and be like, hey, I'm applying for this job. My skills are, I'm a sniper. It's like you learn these special skills and like even being on reality TV, it is something that you are way, way overcompensated for to share your life. But when it's all over, how do you reintegrate into like whatever the real world is? I think you pivot. I think you pivot and people that have done it really well, like Nick Vial, Stasi, Stasi, um, Jason Tardik. Yes, but I mean, not people also, have pivoted well after reality. They've pivoted in a way that they're still influencers and they're still yeah. podcasters. And then so that brings up the whole other question of where is that going and how right. sustainable is it to be an influencer and yeah. how. So I think it's a big question, especially how we're dealing with it in the media right now. It's because, you know, you're going to influencers instead of maybe a, a traditional media sense and you're getting their news there. And it's like, but how is that sustainable? So it's I think 
they're going to have to pivot as exactly what you said with how it's all changing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, you know, you have Sheena who does have a very successful podcast, but it does stem from being on the show. Right. And I think it's just, you know, moving and grooving in the way of as influencers are going to have to be like 10 years ago. Yeah. Influencers were really not that big of a feeling. TikTok four years ago in the pandemic. And now look at them. Mm -hmm. They're making thousands and thousands of dollars millions where is that going to be in 10 years and that's why you need a skill set at the end of the day or you're really smart with your money which i hope i hope they're being smart i hope they're investing i hope they're like being smart about it entertainment is a moving target i always say that like we're in the industry you're in the industry it's a moving target you never quite know what the right next move is until it comes comes. yeah because tiktok's a great example actually Because you have all these people who were set, essentially like they were restaurant workers. They were they had, you know, day to day hour hourly paid jobs. And now they are literally making millions creating millions. content in just four years. Yeah. So that's why I actually that's why I love entertainment is because you can be so successful so quickly if you get the right gig at the right moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, no, I agree with you. I think it's about like timing is actually everything in this mm-hmm. industry. And, you know, another person, uh, two people who I didn't even think about this, but like Kristen Cavallari and also Lauren totally. Conrad. Great example. Oh, look at Lauren. Lauren is up. not even in the limelight, really. She pivoted totally. like yeah, crazy. They had really successful businesses and they were really smart in building their businesses. Kristen Cavalier used, oh, and Low Bosworth and Low, but it's also monetized. Yes. It's monetizing on the fact when you are at this peak, it's getting a brand out there. It's getting something. So then you do have something to fall back on. And I don't want to give Bethany Frankel any credit because I mean, I want you need to give her some credit. You need to give her some credit. You know, she was a queen of that. And she, as she said, she was like the first reality star to do that. But it's being smart about what the opportunity is at the time. Right. And yeah. Lala does have several businesses. Um, yeah, that's true. She does. I don't know if she has what, you know what? Just the as lip- well, it's like, I can see now James with doing his like world tours and stuff, like his big, big, he's, I mean, he's doing a lot. As long as something doesn't derail him with like actual people coming up with proof of these allegations, I think that he could have a lot of longevity in this. Yeah. But then like, it's some of the other ones that I really just question them like, man, like when this is, you know, I, I always say to Jason, I'm like, if God forbid YouTube was taken away from me tomorrow, you know, like we I've invested all of my money into real estate and I just that is what, you know, like I would not be afraid if I had to go back to a nightclub or like carry a bottle service girl on my shoulder and get back into it. Like it just wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't. But it, it just everybody has to pivot. But. We're almost at 50 minutes, and I know that you guys are extremely yeah. busy. I did just get a text that there's a shoot in here. I, I was like, oh. Oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah. If they don't know, I'm going to start with you, Lauren, really quick, because I just want to share with everybody, because you guys have the best interviews. If they don't know, will you let them know where they can find you? Wow. There she is. Okay, there I am. Come follow me. I'm really trying. Emily tells me all the time I need to be better on social media so I'm really trying I'm she's trying more. she gets all the Taylor and yes oh I'm her grandma more. is the star so if you're in fact in um older influencers gold what are they called uh grand, grand influencers. her mom her grandma is a grand influencer. okay not really we just recapped the golden bachelor and she's crazy she's so she'll be good. back for the golden bachelorette she is an access Hollywood star yeah she is truly she's coming for my job basically yeah. Um, I'm Paulo. We love it. And Emily, please. Oh, my God. There I am. There you are. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So on my page, you're going to get a lot of housewife stuff. But I also am um, a correspondent on Access Hollywood. So I do a lot of the mainstream interviews. So there's me and Lindsay, Mariska Hargitay, all my girls. Yeah. Oh, Claudia Schiffer. We just did that in London. So you're going to get all like clips of also mainstream. Oh, Clooney. A little bit of Clooney. Yeah. Jason hosted a party at Clooney's house. Oh, my God. Which one? The best. There's Madison, my girl. We love show. I go on Today's Show once in a while, which is like the best. Because Emily's in New York. So this is also, we're never together. I'm LA. She's New York. So this is a treat. Yes. A Valentine's Day treat. 
Oh, and then also follow Housewives. Oh, it's already up. Wow. Oh, my God. Up and out. We are just on it. We're really trying to build this Instagram page. So we just started it and it has 25,000. Not 25,000. No, but. It's just, we just started it. And that's where all the Bravo fans need to follow because that's where you're going to get the funny memes yes. and our great clips from our interviews with original interviews with Housewives. And we just started the podcast, too. So we were a digital franchise for the longest time, just like interviews on YouTube. So we did just start a po- podcast and we hit 10,000 downloads, which I don't think is a lot. But yes, we're moving is. and grooving. It's a that's a, a lot. saturated environment. We're moving and grooving. It is. And we have Housewives every week. We'll have... Kyle, Aaron from Roni. I think this, we need to figure that out. We also yeah. do talk girl talk and like our personal lives on the podcast. We're chaotic. Like, yeah, we are chaotic. <laughs> As I, you now know. <laughs> but I do feel like that's always interesting and fun to like hear about people's lives. Yeah. Even though we're not, we're just normal gals. Yeah. You know, we're normal gals. But yeah. that's why we're relatable. I mean, I feel like you guys, even though that you guys have to go, um, I'm going to need to DM you after this and get your numbers because next yeah. time I'm in L.A. or New York. Um, yes. I think and that we're there for a happy hour. I think that we would have so much fun together. And we need you to be come on, on our podcast. podcast. Luring you in. Open. Yes. Anytime. Shoot me an email. Honestly, if you if you guys ever need somebody to come on and join you, I am always here and I would absolutely love to. I'm not just saying that because people are watching right now. I'm legitimately like I would love to be a part of it. Yes, well, we love we'll to have, have fun. You. It's just like how this was just so much fun. We'll just so much continue to have fun. Yes. Well, girl talk. Okay. <laughs> this was fun. Thank you for having us on. Seriously, this was great. Of course. And thank you guys. And also everyone who's watching right now, um, make sure you go ahead and smash that like button, show some love and go over to anywhere you get your podcast. Click on Up and Adam, drop us a rating and let us know what you thought about last night's episode for your chance to win a rose forever. Um, you can go to the site and pick any one that you want. And happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And we will see you next time. Happy Valentine's Day. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.